Aussies have been left shocked over the price of a single pint of beer in a Sydney tourist hub after a customer shared a photo online. The picture showed their beer next to the FPOS machine, which displayed a $17.80 charge for one drink. For more, we're joined by journalist Natasha Belling and B105 brekkie host Stav Davidson. Stav, let's break this down. The beer was $15.13 with a 15% surcharge. Mm-hmm. Astonishing. Astonishing. I mean, can you imagine charging Paddy Farmer, who's just done his um, six-month journey, <laughs> 20 bucks for a beer at the end of that? That's ridiculous. Um, but it's also due to that there's the beer tax, which goes up annually twice a year and always does, regardless of whatever's happening. That's got to stop as well. I've got a bit of a hack, though. I find bolos, your classic bolos, still genuine 1970s prices, and there's always the old homebrew. I did try my hand at homebrew a few years ago, though. Uh, we called it wet dog because that's what it smelt and tasted like. So you've got to really got to refine that before that becomes a viable option. But it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. And, of course, no one's going out because the prices are so high, so it's killing the industry. Yeah, you, you can't afford the petrol to put in the car to drive to the pub let alone the beer when you get there. Tash, uh, the most expensive food or beverage you've paid for. Do, do you indulge? You have, a, you have in... a much more refined palate than a wet dog, <laughs> don't you? Look, don't I, knock think, it you tried it. I think this is interesting. Stav makes a great point. I want to see the devil is in the detail. Like, Australia has one of the highest beer excite rates in the world, so basically the government, state or federal, is getting the majority of the money anyway. And I don't know when it became commonplace to put a surcharge on everything. I'm OK paying a surcharge if it's a public holiday, but it's seems to be commonplace and if that's going to the workers I'm okay with it but a number of pubs now actually have the QR code so you're actually paying a surcharge and paying an extraordinary amount for beer and food without the service yeah Mm. and then let alone if you're paying like on your on your card that's right you know there's a Merchant's fee. Merchant's fee. Merchant's What's the fee? surcharge on Louis Rotorer now, Tash? I don't know. Not I sure? don't know. Okay. Passion <laughs> pop's pretty high at the moment. Yeah, it is. <laughs> just inquiring. <laughs> what, what did you say? Was that champagne? It's, yeah, it's his fancy champagne. It's, what is it? Only the best. <laughs> you just put yourself right in it. I'm trying to shame Tash. I didn't even what know. I, I need to pull you up on that. How do you say it? No, no, I've never. Like, say, you say it. Moe. No, no, no. No, you Louis something. Louis what? Rotary? Okay, there you go. Like, is that how you say it? I, I'm not shaming you Correct. for how you say it. I just haven't heard of it. I know how to say spumatic. That's a fancy <laughs> one, is it? Should we talk about passport stamps? <laughs> yeah, let's move on. Good, good work. Passport stamps are being phased out around the world as paper-free travel technology gets closer, while Australia was the first country to replace physical entry and exit stamps and use a smart gate system. Singapore, Argentina and Hong Kong have also followed suit now and the EU is next in line to remove the paper passports. Tash, we don't have the best record-keeping digital systems. Uh, you're quite prone to a conspiracy theory. Does a fully electronic system worry you? I have so many concerns about this. For example, the banks are encouraging all of us to go cashless. The supermarkets, the big supermarkets are saying go cash-free. This week, there was a major supermarket that actually had a complete breakdown with their checkouts and credit card systems and said, please use cash. So my problem with this, go for digital, go with the times, but what happens if there's major technical issues and IT issues and you're caught in a foreign country and mm. can't get back because you have a digital passport. Uh, Stav, do you think it's nice though, to have the physical stamps in your passport? I mean, lots of travellers kind of like that. It's a bit of a souvenir. 
Yeah, well, look, I didn't actually uh, really care about that, but then I asked around the office, and my producer here is absolutely headless about this happening. She loves the little stampy stamps that you get in your passport. Um, and I, I do like physical content. I, I collect um, Empire Magazine. It's a movie magazine, and you can buy that digitally, but there's something about having it in your hands. But there is also the other side of it. How many times have you got to an airport and you're like, oh, bugger, I've forgotten my passport? So that would take that away, I guess. It certainly would. But you'd still need... So you still need a physical part. You still need your passport. They're hoping to get rid of yeah. them long term. Yeah, they're hoping to get, get all passports. digital. Yeah. Okay, so how you rock like up? You, and like, then what your, do you do? like your driver's license on yes. the you know service. Oh right. Mm. Yeah, you just got it. I just thought you were about the stamp, but no, you, no, you need your part. You need <laughs> Between the two of us, we've had. Would you say we've had a shocker? Yeah. And Tash, will you stick around for a nice glass of Louis Rotary? <laughs> Oh, we'll have a wet dog for you if you hang around too. <laughs> Thank you, uh, I will. Right, it's my great pleasure. <laughs>